The time is now. What is the secret to success? Movement. People look at you strange saying you change, like you work that hard to stay the same. Like you're doing all this for a reason. Hard work. Yeah. Works. Today's Trainers Talk is brought to you by the Calcica Fit app. The Calcica Fit app has over a hundred different workout videos from yoga, Pilates, core, strength, hit, on the go, TRX, meditation. Even if you're having a hard time going to sleep at night, we got something for that. So check that out. It's less than 50 cents a day. Go to calcicafit.com for more details. Yeah. My name is Donovan Allman. Thank you for joining me. Today's guest is Pelts the Prodigy. He's a local Kausuga rapper who just came out with his latest album, his first solo album, which is Lessons from Losses. And we sat down and we had a great conversation about the process in making this album, um, how he's had some some losses in his family. He, his, his father passed away in 2019. He talked about how that sparked uh this album and how just growing as a uh as a teenager to a man has kind of led him towards um the growth he's seen over the last three years so we had a great conversation talking about his album and we also did a a a fun draft of the favorite hip-hop artists to to work out to uh, from the 2010s so check that out um stay on but one thing before we get into that I wanted to talk about um, kind of some of the techniques that I've been using. I use all the time, you know, when you've been doing this for over 15 years, you, you pull old tricks out. Uh, and currently for me, for my own personal workout, some things I've been playing with is a lot of offset movements. Um, what does that mean? It's not connected to the Migos, but offset is, is where you have one side loaded where the other side is not as loaded. Um, so been playing around with the mace bars. Uh, you can look those up. There's kind of like medieval like tools and um, using those for different type of uh, lunges and, and pressing movements um, and providing a little bit of instability in, in the movements which forces your core to really light up. So I would check those type of things out. You can, there's other tricks and ways to kind of manipulate those if you want to try to do that in your own space. Some of that is, is doing a chest press where you might have 25 pounds in one hand and, and 35 or 45 pounds in the other um, when you're doing a chest press. And, and that in itself will create an offset type of thing. If you have any issues with your back, it, you want to start on a lighter side because it's really core intensive and you got to make sure your core is really turned on because if it's not, it will get into your back. But it is a great way to you know get in a core um, core exercises without doing all of the, the crunches needed. So play around with some offset movements um, and I think you will feel the burn for sure. Now here is our my conversation with Pelts the Prodigy. Yeah! How, how you feeling? Bro, I'm good, man. I'm, uh, like, I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty... I think I've been working on this for a while. I, like before the pandemic, I was telling you about this album. I don't know if you remember that, like when I was coming into the gym. So 
yeah like a journey bro um so i woke up i'm not gonna lie like pretty nervous yesterday like i was like, yeah. like that pre it was like that pre uh you know football game feeling or like you were in like you're just building up to something but yeah it's going good man i've gotten some good feedback and like i'm just now i'm just you know kind of letting the music music kind of matriculate you know and just let it do its thing and you know um it's, i feel good though man the feedback i've been getting is like kind of what i was looking for you know just cohesive body of work lyrics yeah. or that type of shit you know what i mean so, can we cuss in the interview by the way or do you prefer yeah yeah, yeah. this is okay. fine okay cool cool yeah um, but um i think uh we're kind of already rolling in a way so i just wanted to say you know okay. uh, welcome and and jonah how do you say your last name uh pelter yeah pelter, pelter. And then, then my, rap, and, my rap name's Pelts the Prodigy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I had a chance to listen to uh, a little bit today and yesterday. And I, I agree. I think the, um, you know, you could, you could tell there was a lot of thought put into it. Man. And, and you could tell that there was a lot of emotion kind of uh, put into the, into the piece and, and that, you know, you were doing it from a very authentic place. Um, you know, what, when when did the concept of the album come up when when did it start man so so my dad passed away in june of 2019 and uh i had already kind of planned on making a solo record because before that i was in a group and i'm still in a group called pb and pelts and uh, just like a couple months after my dad passed away i was uh i was just you know kind of starting making some music and first couple tracks i made were actually all my life and uh, missing you so which um you I like, know, all my like oh thank you man thank you um so those are like the first like tracks i really made in this process and i played that for a couple of my couple of my good friends who were like really supportive of my work and they were just like whoa like this is this is different you know what i mean and so like from there i just kind of knew that like damn like okay we might be on to something so just slowly started building it from there but that was probably like man probably like August of 2019 when that gotcha. started. Yeah. 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 And how many, when, when you put, when you, you know, you're, how long would you say really you seriously kind of got into rap and, and really wanted to make music? Mm. When did you really start doing that? Yeah. So I think we started taking it serious when we dropped our first album as PB and Pelts in 2018. And we were, we were kind of just planning on putting down SoundCloud and then like we discovered DistroKid, which is how we put our music on Spotify and, music and that really changed the game like i mean because we had both like intended when i say both i mean my my partner pb because he did the mixing and mastering for the project um like we were planning on like doing music but like when we discovered like oh man like it's right here like we can just go for it we're like we're kind of those type of dudes who are like all in so that's you know for a couple years now you know yeah totally and i i think i think what's uh what's interesting is that what what would you say like the pandemic has has that helped did that help you uh focus or did that hurt you within the process of making the album i would say it helped you know a lot of creatives you know you see a lot of rappers doing interviews during this time and they say like they've had this creative explosion for me that wasn't really the case for me this album has kind of been done um it was just kind of that what the pandemic was really good for was doing things like this, reaching out to podcasts, reaching out to, you know, writers to kind of get publicity, doing that kind of stuff. The guy who did the artwork I reached out to. So it was really good for that kind of stuff, like really honing in 
kind of the, the publicity aspect. Um, and I made more music, but you know, I didn't really, I was kind of set, like the core of the album was done before the pandemic. It was just, it, I'm obviously it affected the release and all that, but you know, it wasn't, wasn't too crazy. Cool. Cool. And you know what, when was, it's nice, I guess, in a way that your dad got to see, hear your first album. Mm. Right. Yeah. First two, first two albums. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, okay, great. So he got to hear the first. So this is your, what album would this be? The lessons, uh, lessons, lessons from lost. Yeah. yeah. This is actually my first solo album. So gotcha. this is, this is technically like my third album, but really, really it's my first because it's yeah. the first solo effort. I've never, I've never rapped on more than a few songs with it's, you know, me, just me, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. And when, when, so like kind of bringing it back to your, your, your dad for a second, mm -hmm. when, I mean, I could tell in the music that he was supportive of you as his son, obviously mm -hmm. that, that comes pretty apparent through the music, yeah. but in a way, you know, uh, you know, I have four kids and, and, and you always want to see the best happen for your, I mean, most parents want to see what the best happens for their kids. Definitely. And, and I'm also, also thinking, I'm also a little bit of an eighties baby. So mm -hmm. where, when, when parents, you know, they, they're thinking of stable, my parents, at least thinking of stable job, you know, Definitely. and, and find a, a niche or a career that, that can give you some stability. Yeah. And obviously being a, a music artist and is not usually one of those, those, those areas. How did he feel about that piece of it? Yeah. I mean, him and my mom, I'm very blessed, man. They're, they're very supportive of everything I do. So I, I think at first, um, they didn't grow up listening to rap, so they didn't really understand it, but yeah. kind of kept, I've always been a huge fan of hip hop. So it's always been around, but when I really started like making my own music, um I think at first it was kind of like you know not like not supportive just kind of like confused and then like as I just kept getting shows and just kept pushing at it they like became really supportive I mean yeah I mean my mom my mom's come to my shows and you know all that all that type of stuff you know what I mean so I'm just I'm just super like blessed and lucky in that regard that's cool yeah I think I think it's, it's amazing what that can do um you know having that type of support from your family does, is there, what is the, in putting something together like this, you know, obviously you, you're lucky enough that you probably had some soundboard of people listening to it, but what is the nervousness? What, what, what emotions come to you when you're, you're ready to, a couple of days ago, you know, we're, we're recording this on, on the Monday after it came out on, on Sunday. So what is that emotion build up to when you're getting to like, I'm actually finally about to release this? Yeah. And now I'm going to see what true response I'm going to get. Well, you know, it's the X's and O's of it. You know, one of it's like, oh, I just, I want to make sure this comes on Spotify solidly. I want to make sure my, it goes to my featured artists. They're, they're good. I want to make sure everything's cool. You know, is, is homie going to share, you know, <laughs> the X's and O's is this, you know, this is going to sound dorky, but like, you know, you're a business owner, like, yeah. you know, is this Instagram post is, am I going to, what's the likes going to be like? We're going to get this engagement. Like what's, you know, it's all, cause that's really all we have right now. Right. Is entrepreneur yeah. is our social media. So I think it's just that, you know, it's just, it really just comes from a place of care. You know what I mean? You yeah. just want everything to go smoothly, but ultimately you want people to hear the work. 
and you want people to enjoy it and you don't want to you know rap is super humbling bro i mean <laughs> you can you can do you know you you can like play something for someone and you know you know they're not vibing with it it's like a and so with this work it's very very personal so i just yeah. just want it all go to, to go well you know what i mean oh yeah no i i get it because you definitely you're, you're you're pouring your heart out on on, on the uh on the thing and so oh, yeah is, has, has has somebody said that to you on some previous work or things like that and you you had to kind of how do you how have you learned to absorb that type of uh you know criticism well one one thing is it's art so everyone's going to critique your art it doesn't matter you know if you're drake or jay-z yeah their art's still going to get critiqued Totally, totally. And, there, and there's no scoreboard with music, right? Like it's not like it's not like football, it's not like basketball. Like there is no scoreboard. It's all subjective, right? So that's one thing. You, you know, some people, some people like genuinely know music and you know music production and know what they're talking about. Then some people like have no idea what the hell they're talking about. So yeah. you gotta kind of do that. But I mean, to me, you know, for the people who I know who I like genuinely trust their ear and they know hip hop, you know, I, I take it with a grain of salt, you know, and I I take a um you know i take their advice um as best i can and i also just kind of compartmentalize with myself that you know like this is early bro like you know with every release we do every video like i want to look back and be like all right cool that was great for then but how can we take that and make it better like all right yeah. cool, we, got a, we got a thousand views in four days can we get to three thousand views in three days you know what i mean yeah. like just constant improvement you know is um so you kind of said that in some and within the numbers what does success look like for you success for me right now because i'm really still building my fan base you know this is again my first record as pelts the prodigy you know before yeah. i was in i'm in a group this is really the first solo effort you know that's other than a single or two this is first body work so to me it's success with this project is having people just really respond to it like how we were talking about earlier and then just you know Numbers wise, if we could, you know, we already doubled our following on Spotify um, in one day. So that's awesome. I think, you know, thank you. So like success is just keeping, keeping those numbers up and just, you know, if I could get to a thousand streams on a song, that would be great. If I could get to a thousand views on a video, that would be great, you know, but it's really just that continual build is what I'm looking for, you know? And are you going to do that? Is there a strategy behind, like, are you going to do that with volume? Or are you going to do that with, uh, less in quality what do you what what's our our trying yeah. to do a how does that look so right now i'm really just focused on this project i have videos coming out in fact um by the time this airs so the missing you so video will be out so everyone go tap in with that um on youtube tell surprise you missing you so but uh you know it's um you, you know it, it's really just like for me it is it is quality over quantity. I definitely want to get in the habit of, you know, making multiple releases a year and I'm hoping to release more, another, you know, another project this year, but really it's just quality, man. Just making sure the craft is right. I feel like so many people, not only in, in hip hop, but just in so many fields it's, and you see it, I'm sure in fitness, right? Yeah. I just want to blow up. I just, you know, I just became a certified personal trainer 30 days ago, you know, come work out with me. I know everything, right? Yeah. And like, that's cool. You know, I, I yeah. respect that, but like, it's like, I want that gradual build, man. I'm trying to do this for a long time. So I want that, like, 
you know, as long as I'm just getting better each time, you know, like in the qualities there, like TDE is a group, I'm, you know, Kendrick, yeah, exactly. they're a group I really admire because they really like develop their artists, you know, like, you know, Ken, you know, obviously Kendrick is like God level MC. So like he can go four years without dropping an album, but really before like Kendrick was schoolboy Q's hype man and J-Rock's hype man for years. Yeah. And you didn't see, like he was featured on stuff, but he really didn't have his major release for till a couple years, you know? So for me, it's about the buildup. Like I know like this album is a really good body of work and it's my best work yet, but I'm already like listening to it, hearing like, yo, like, all right, could have done that part better. Could have done, maybe could have dropped, you know, this video more in advance. The planning could have been more on point. So just learning, bro. Honestly, I'm just trying to learn and just get better every time, you know? So Jonah, when, you know, I was, re you know, reviewing the album a little bit and, you know, obviously your, um, your dad is a, is a, is a big theme within the, the album. Mm. Um, but, you know, you, when you have a album named Lessons from Losses, what, you know, what's in there that kind of, where are you drawing that from? Yeah, so obviously the healing process from grief is huge. But I'm so glad you asked that because it is much more than that. So just little losses, right? Um, maybe like we were talking about with the music, you know, maybe you drop something and you're thinking it's that one and you're like, nah, you know, like, yeah. or you, you know, um, you do, you know, you do a concert, you plan a concert for a couple months, show up and, uh, you know, the equipment you need is not provided to you by the promoter and you drove 70 miles to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Learning, but you know, I've been like, it's very spiritual in a sense too, man. You know what I mean? I feel like I've just grown spiritually, you know, and just, you know, kind of developed a, a deeper sense of self and growth, not just from losing my dad, but just going through certain situations with uh, my friends. Um, yeah. Seeing certain people I looked up to maybe, you know, going down a certain path that I was surprised about and just kind of learn how to navigate for this thing called life, man. You know what I mean? Just, it's a kind of a coming of age kind of thing, as you know, I mean, you yeah. know, when you go from like, especially in a little town like here, you go from like being in high school and all that. And then you kind of start getting out into the real world. You're like, you know, that ignorance you have, like certain people, like ignorance is bliss. Like, oh man, like that's what's going on, you know? And so it's just learning from that, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It what's what uh, dive deeper into that. What what? Because you grew up you grew up here in Calistoga your whole life, or what, what was born and raised all the way? Born and raised Calistoga. So what is what is that eye opening moment? Because that's you're saying you're saying one. There's one there, obviously, yeah. or probably multiple there. But what's one of those things? Uh, seeing people who you looked up to, who were maybe friends with your siblings or something, and you always looked up to kind of as that OG, right? And uh, maybe they're just not doing, maybe they're on drugs, maybe they have a drinking issue. Um, seeing your own friends go through that. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of seeing this weird parallel of your life here and then the stuff I'm, I'm doing out in Santa Rosa with track and field and all that in my life, I'm kind of building out there. Yeah. And just kind of seeing like, oh, okay, like, you know, and I'm not trying to paint an image of like Calistoga's this messed up place. Um, I'm just, you know, it's what it is. It's just seeing like, oh, you know, like 
this dude's like hella talented, but he's just over here doing this. And like, how am I, you know, as a friend, I want to help, but it's like, how can I help? Right. Yeah. You know, and I, and I speak about that on the last, uh, second to last song on the album, the title track lessons from losses. And it's just like, so it's, it's, it's an interesting thing, you know, because yeah. at a certain point you, you can't be everyone's savior. You know what I'm saying? Like you really can't. And it's a hard thing to, you know, take that. Um, yeah. So it's like, that's why I say in the title track, like, I guess I got to maintain myself, take care of my wealth, myself, take care of my health, you know? And like, I'm yeah. talking about one of my homies who has a substance abuse issue. Um, you know, I don't know if you caught that line, but, um, you know, it wasn't about necessarily one guy, but just, you know, a couple people, you know, who I'm like really tight with, who I just watch go through some stuff and you're not trying to paint them in a bad light. You're just, it's kind of more from my side as a, as a friend, like, okay, do I, how do I, I want to be supportive. I want to help, but I also know that I may not, maybe I just need to lead by example. Yeah. I just need to focus on me. Right. Yeah. I think we've seen that with the pandemic, right? Yeah. So many people who maybe didn't have direction before, you know, as pandemic hits, you can't work, <laughs> can't go to school. You can't go out to dinner. You know, you can't, everything's so limited. You're just kind of screwed. Right. And so this pandemic has made me so thankful for my sense of purpose not only with my music, but, you know, my academic quest and, you know, um, my, my job, my family. So like, it's just so important to have something in you, right. No matter what happens that I can tend to that internally. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, I would suggest for people, it's very personal album. Um, Pets, the prodigy lessons from losses, go check it out. It's on Spotify. It's on all the streaming platforms. Sure. Um, and, and I think, uh, it is cool that, you know, you're a storyteller, you know, that's, what's really happening right here where yeah. you're, you're, you're taking those experiences. And, um, it's something I want to pass on that. I was just thinking of when you were talking about the seeing your friends and, and I kind of, there's kind of two lessons within it. And I've experienced this from, you know, seeing, seeing that where you're in positions where you can't help but you see something happening in your positions where you can. And sometimes, and that's at different stages of my career where you see that, where now there might be certain things I can help people on, um, uh, on certain things where I couldn't before. Mm. And then, and knowing the difference and when, when, when to step in on, on that. But one other thing is a friend that, uh, uh, Michael Perry, who I did an interview with, um last year and it, this wasn't on the podcast but he talked about a conversation he had with somebody who was his mentor and he was really struggling with pulling along um part of his tech team that he was running he he um was kind of a big tech entrepreneur mm -hmm. and he was struggling with trying to really pull them to the level of where he felt like the team should be and 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 he's one of those where he works really hard and puts in a lot of hours and is very smart. And his mentor said to him, he's like, you know, everybody can't climb Mount Everest with you. Mm. Sometimes you gotta leave some people at base camp. That's, a hard, that's a hard pill to swallow, huh? It's, it's hard, but it's, it's uh, but you know, you gotta know that and you gotta know that's okay. And yeah. that, and there's a graceful way to do it. And that's, the, I think that's the part that's always 
hard to figure out what's the graceful way to do it. And I think, you know, in some ways that might be the best way because maybe, maybe they go through what they go through and maybe they see, Oh man, like Donovan's just, you know, man, he's really coming up. He's got his own gym, like beautiful family. Like he's really doing his thing. Like maybe that inspires them. Maybe, you know, maybe that, maybe that just, you know, inspires them to give you a call and you just have a quick five to 10 minute conversation. Right. And that might turn some things around. Totally. Totally. And, and that's what I, sometimes that's what I've seen. That's what's happened is that you just leave your door open. You don't, you don't push them to a point when they're not ready. Yeah. Um, and, and then if you leave the door open, you know, if they, if they can, they get the awareness at some point or they get to the point where they're really ready, they'll step through that door. That's beautiful, man, because that's kind of how I look at it too. It's not like any of the people I'm talking about, like, it's not like I see them on the street. I'm not going to ignore them. Like it's all love. Like I'm going to give them a hug. Well, I would give them a hug. Now it's, you know, an air five. Right. Um, you know, but it's not, I'm not, it, you know, a couple of years ago, it was like, Hey man, let's do this. Let me help you. Like I had one friend who like, I really like was trying to, you know, help get employed. And he just, um, I kind of realized it wasn't, you know, it was, it wasn't the jobs. It was him. And yeah. so it kind of just started being like, all right, well, it's all love. Like we still talk, it's all good, but I'm just kind of like doors open, but I'm not going to like, I'm not going to try and be that savior anymore. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. Yeah. Well, let's get into something fun. Uh, earlier I sent you, I texted you. Um, we're going to do our draft. Yeah. Uh, and I, I love doing this with people who are music lovers uh, and especially hip hop lovers here. So um, I'll, I'll kind of set it out for the uh, the audience what the draft is going to be and so together we're we're gonna pick um we're gonna go back and forth i'm gonna let you have the first pick since you're the guest okay uh, uh we're gonna do our top five are we gonna pick five and it might not be our top five because you might pick one of mine but we're gonna pick five artists each um that we love to work out to mm. and it they had to kind of blow up at some point between 2010 and present day so pretty much the last decade um you know so you might have somebody who who might had their first album in 2008 or something like that but when did they really blow up that's that's what i'm thinking okay okay that's fair. are you down are you down like for that? that i like that all right so uh when you work out actually before i ask this when you work out do you listen mainly to, to rap or do you listen to other music too Oh man, you know, I mean, listen to rap here, I've, I've came up to you and be like, yo man, like you heard this new Big Sean song? Come on, you know? Yeah. All, all day, man, all day. B-boy. All right, cool. Yeah. So I'll let you go first. What's the first pick? Um, first pick for me from uh, the beautiful city of Philadelphia, I gotta go with my man Meek Mill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had, gets me going like some Meek Mill in the gym. It's interesting, I had, I had definitely had that on my list. Uh, yeah, yeah, Meek has definitely an energy to his music that, I mean, he does have some ramp down songs, but most of his songs are, you're about to ramp up. And messaging too, man, that's hard to do with like the energy, but then there's also like, he's conscious, man, you know? Like, yeah. It's crazy. Um, okay, my first pick, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go 2 chains. Okay, I see the, the Atlanta connection. It's the Atlanta connection. Okay, respect. Um, he, he has energy in his music. I think he also has, uh, 
he has comedy in his music. I kind of like some of the comedy stuff that he throws into his lines and stuff like that. So, and I, I just kind of went through and like, I, I listen to him a lot when I'm working out. So I'm going to go. Uh, to about lines, but I don't know if I can say him on this, uh, in this format right now. <laughs> that's a good that's a good pick yeah because sometimes you need that that humor element like if you're like if it's a heavy like max day or something and you're just, yeah you're just kind of struggling through the workout but you hear like a little two chains little wayne's good for that too you yes know? he is exactly it's very they're very similar they're under, under the same kind of umbrella some humor um all right who's your second number two so we get five five picks we're gonna, we're gonna get five picks okay man okay all right i'm gonna go so many um i'm gonna go with um uh run the jewels oh yeah, yeah. that's so good all right yeah damn right. that are they on your board too am i just out here just snatching picks wow that's uh you you just because of that you might win the draft right there Oh, it's early, man. It's early. You still got, you still got a couple picks. You know? What, 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 what do you like about running the jewels? Man, um, just their, um, I'm, 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 I'm pretty into politics and stuff, and so just their, their way to just kind of capture um, political issues in yeah. a way that is just so in your face. Um, LP's production is just insane. Yes. Um, and I think it's a great, uh, you know, just I love. Um, you know, LPs like in Atlanta or uh, not Atlanta, New York, kind of underground. He was in Company Flow back in the day, like very like obscure type of hip hop. And then Killer Mike came up in Outcast. You yeah. know, so having them come together and making this like beautiful thing, I just love that. I think that's that's like what hip hop and music's all about. You know what I mean? Just bridging these gaps. And uh, I mean, dude, their music's just so in your face, like. You know, yeah. How, how can you you can't listen to Run the Jewels on a run and like not like beat your mile PR? You know, like it's, yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. No, this is that's very 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 true. Um, that's a great pick. Uh, so my second pick, I'm gonna go Big Sean. Mm. Mm. Detroit uh, is so fire. Yeah, he he uh, he he definitely he definitely has those songs. Uh, where you know you 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 can get hype off of, but he also has. I mean, what's interesting? He he talks a lot about like the mental aspect of things. Yeah, is it, very is there's a lot of mental kind of delivery in his music. So I, I appreciate him. Yeah, that's a great pick. Um, yeah, his last two out. Like I I used to not really like him that much. I I thought a lot of his. He kind of has the, you know, back in the day, he had the two chains, kind of funny, funny lines, yeah. you know? So like, I liked some of his music, but I wasn't like jumping to get the next Big Sean out. But when he dropped, I decided, I was like, wow, like this yeah. is crazy. Like, yeah, very yeah good. He, he does not get, he, he's very popular, but he does not get enough shine in like the Kendrick, Drake, Cole conversation. You know what I mean? Totally, totally. So speaking of that, um, man, I'm going to have to go, uh, all right, so I got, I got who I got. Um, Run the jewels. I got Meek. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go. Uh, gosh, I'm really torn right now between these these two guys. You know, I'm gonna have to go. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with my guy Kendrick, man. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was gonna pick him if you didn't. 
to to me kendrick's the greatest rapper ever like hands down yeah dead, dead or alive and uh yeah he's to me he's there's like it's not even it's not even that close to be honest to me yeah from, and you're saying are you saying from like his his music or just from a technical aspect of how he raps what are uh, both, both. Oh, yeah. i mean i to me section 80 to damn i don't think there's i don't think he's missed and like the the amount of stuff he can cover he's he's got the the conscious he's got the hype he's got you know the chill smoking vibes all that man i think yeah he's just insane yeah yeah i i can't i can't disagree with that yeah um i'm gonna have to pick the next person just because they're prolific um yeah. i'm have to go with drake oh shit dude i was see that was what i was torn i was like all right do i go drake or kendrick you know because yeah I yeah it's hard that's yeah that's, i mean I, I think i think i think kendrick definitely has certain things that you you almost have to go back and listen to it again multiple times because he he like hits you so many different ways like you miss things but drake is a straight up it's a straight up you know cheeseburger fries and a milkshake i mean it's like <laughs> it's just like it's just there it's, it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah drake is drake is amazing bro he's yeah <laughs> drake drake is one of those dudes where like you you can say like any dude we all have those those guy friends right who are like man drake's corny man yeah but there's that one song that comes on it's like money in the grave like <laughs> he's just he's just a legend bro like yeah, he's, yeah he, he, he he's he's figured his pocket out for sure what do you um, what do you think of the ghostwriting thing just real quick do you think that disqualifies him from being in the GOAT conversation or are you kind of like? Um, you know what? I, I think I think the thing is, I know I know he has the skill. I would say this. The more you become successful at something, the more you understand, or the more you're good at building a team. Right. Why not use your team? And to make the what you think the best thing could be, you know? And so I know he's not nearly vanilla. I know he can actually rap and I know he can actually write, he writes his, most of his stuff. And I know his beginning things he had to write, but yeah. Yeah. When you get in situations when you know, Hey, you could use a better, like from a fitness perspective, if I, if I know I can get access to better equipment, if I know I can get access to different doctors that I couldn't get access to before, if I know I can get, then why not use them? You know, right. it doesn't still make me not a good trainer. I still have that skill, but so that's 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 my standpoint. I mean, I, I still think, you, you know, you can't be living off as a rapper. You can't be living off everybody else's lyrics, but if somebody gives you a suggestion of two bars and it's better. Man, in that, in that project where that happened, um, if you're reading this, it's too late. God, that, that project's aged so well. Yeah. Even even like the songs that like I didn't but weren't as like popping like hit wise like Star Six Seven. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Drake. I don't know, dude. I, Drake might have been the pick. Um, man. All right. Well, I'm gonna keep it. I'm a West Coast dude. Um, you know this guy. I've been. I was a fan of his way before he blew up. Um, totally like a blueprint for what I'm doing in terms of just being independent. I'm gonna go with Nipsey. Uh, rest uh, in peace. Yeah. Yeah. You just want 
not necessarily that his like music's crazy up tempo, but just like it's just the motivational, just the game. You know what I mean? Just like totally. yeah, I'd be like, damn, totally. Um, next one for me. I can go through his albums, but there's definitely when his there's some of his songs that I put on that it just gets you hyped. Um, and for me, my my fourth pick is uh, Travis Scott. Mm. And it's, yeah. it's it's not even his rapping; it's his, it's his sound. It's kind of like like the Run the Jewels. How Run the Jewels? I, like they have the rapper and the sound, you know. Yeah. Uh, but with Travis, he has that sound. He, he makes pretty. you he makes you feel like you're high. When yeah, he he, he, tra- he transports you for sure. <laughs> He's the highest in the room, dude. What, you, <laughs> what can you say, dude? Body just keeps teleporting. Yeah, yeah um, sure. <laughs> that's a good pick man so so you got the sicko mode combo man. i do i do I don't, know if you, I don't know if you picked up on this too but not to promote rap beef but i have meek you have drake yeah and then i have kendrick and you have big sean yeah that's interesting yeah for sure it definitely is yeah, yeah. so what, what you got what you got for your last one my fifth pick okay I, you know i haven't shot i haven't given any barrier love on this and uh he didn't really, he didn't really come up in the 2010s, but I started listening to him in the 2010s. Does that count? Can we, can we pull that? I, I'll let you, for your last pick, I'll let you flip okay. this one in. Okay. Um, Andre Nicotina. I don't know him. Yeah. See, see, that's, I'm just hoping, I'm just trying to spread a little Bay Area love, you know, to the listeners. Yeah. He, he's like very like mafioso kind of like you, I'm sure you know, Mac Dre. Yeah, but he he has an album with Mac Dre, very kind of just gritty Bay Area rap, but like his beats are very like run the jewelsy, not that they sound like, but very just kind of abstract and yeah, you know, Andre Nicotine does not sound like he works out. If you listen to his music, you're like, wow, like this dude kind of has some issues. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, dude, that's that's offensive. Um, but uh, nah, he's he's just his music just gets me going. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll send you some of his stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, check it out. Um, I just kind of get, man, that, gave, that gives you like, you know, I kind of, that was a sleeper pick. So you kind of. Yeah, I, I know. I have two, I have, I, oh man, I have like three hmm. and I'm trying to think, who do I go? I'm going to do a little bit of yours where this, this artist probably has blown up multiple times. Um, and it's funny, I was going back and forth between three artists, but I, I got to think about the person I do listen to the most. Um, and, and it's their, their albums that they have come out at least in the last decades are the albums I listen to them of the most. And that's Pusher T. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Dude, so love push. Yeah. So, you know, I was going, I was bouncing between Migos and future because I do listen to them from a workout standpoint. I mean, I don't, I don't listen to them as often as just like cruising. Yeah. Um, but Pusha T, I do listen to. I've listened to his latest last couple albums um, Dude, fairly regularly. Well, this was fun. So let's let's recap yours. You had uh, Meek Mill. Yep. Run the Jewels. Mm-hmm. Kendrick. A dot. Nipsey. Sure. And the last one was. Andre Nicotina, aka Andre. aka Dre Dog. 
Great. And then I had uh, two chains, Big Sean, Drake, Travis Scott, Pusher T. Mm. That's that's a that's a solid battle. I honestly think you win just just in terms of the star power. But I yeah, I mean, I went I went very more pop pop rap in a way. So that's that's okay though. I mean, hip hop's hip hop, you know. Totally, totally. Well, you know, this was uh, this was a lot of fun. Um, I think we'll definitely have to connect and and do this again when some new music of yours comes out again. Um, Appreciate or that. if not, we can just we can do another draft uh, down the road and just pop on for a segment like that if you want to do that. I'm with it, man. Um, do you have anything you want to say 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 to say to the people? You know where people can find you, that type of stuff. Absolutely. Um, first off, man, thank you for having the platform and welcoming me on, and shout out to your whole team. Um, but uh, yeah, um, follow me Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Peltz the Prodigy, P E L T Z for Prodigy. Maybe we can I'll send you a link to maybe put in the video or something. Yeah, put it. I'll I'll, uh, I'll just at least put it where they can see it and then oh, they the uh, link. Peltzprodigy.com. Uh, uh, give this album a listen, even if you're you know maybe hip hop isn't your go to. This is a story. This is about healing. This is about um, getting better. You know, just all around in life. So give it a listen. Um, if you like it, share it, stream it. Um, I got merch coming. I got videos. So, uh, you know, just get at me, man. I'm, we're making big things happen for the city, man. Cool. Well, thank you again. And uh, I'll catch you next time. Hey, cheers, bro. Appreciate you, man.